All right, you ready? Yes, yeah, sir. Welcome to Um, That Just Happened, recording for posterity on October 22nd, 2014. It's probably going to air November 2nd, but we're still going to continue on our Halloween-themed podcast because we love Halloween that much. And technically, isn't the Day of the Dead in Mexico the 2nd, or is that the 1st? I know, All Saints Day is... All Saints Day is November first, but well, it's... I mean, if I figure if if we do the whole birthday thing afterwards, we could we could touch on Halloween after the fact. Oh, sure. We just love Halloween so much. Um, that just happened. The podcast, by the way, that puts a little tingle in the back of your spine and hopefully a little blood down towards your crotch. I'm Rodney Sinyo. I'm Adam Flores. We are recording in the FTC tonight. We will be editing at Lazarus Bay Studios. We've got some very special guests. The newest father of the Um That Just Happened community, Mr. Johnny Palma. Say what's up? What's up? <laughs> And our very popular guest from our very popular episode, episode number 24. 24, yeah. Isn't it obvious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it was. <laughs> uh, from Spectre Paranormal Investigations, um, Mr. Nick Lantini. Lantini. I'm here again. Uh, great to be back. And uh, good thanks to have for you having me uh, again on the show. Well, of course, yeah. of course. Plenty, plenty of good feedback from episode 24. Episode 25 hasn't aired yet. We are now currently recording episode 26. So this is officially our six-month episode so cheers to that yeah there we go doing this for a while now we also, Sorry. <laughs> we also have a few bits of equipment joining us tonight. Nick, if you want to explain uh, what we've got laid out by the mics. I just brought a couple of pieces. The SB7 Spirit Box, which is the piece of equipment that rapidly switches through radio frequency, allowing the uh, spirit to communicate through the white noise. And then I also brought the Ovulus 3, which is the machine that has a 500-word bank that the spirit can manipulate to use to uh, say what it wants, to speak to us, let us know what, what they got on their mind. So if you hear anything on the podcast that sounds like Stephen Hawking. That's the <laughs> ovulus, just picking out words from the spirit activity. Now, is the SB7, is that going to continually scan radio frequencies, or is that you have to set it to... You could adjust the rate, and you could set it to go to sweep backwards or forward through the radio frequency, and then you can also adjust the rate to go faster or uh, slower. I keep it, like, in between. It, it makes it a lot easier <clears throat> to hear the audio if you do, uh, in fact have a spirit that communicates through it. But uh, I'll go on and go ahead and turn the ovulus on and uh, see what transpires throughout the uh, broadcast here. Yeah, so you're going to be hearing just every once in a while just a random word and hear me probably shit my pants at least a couple times through this podcast. But thankfully, we're recording at my house, so I can just run upstairs real quick, real quick on a break, real quack. I'm already fucking scared. All right, moving on. No fear at the FTC. Should we turn the lights off? No. You sure? I think we should do this episode in the dark. No, because it's not so much fear of the ghost, but fear of all the guys that are down here right now. It's four guys in the dark. It's going to get a little weird. Nuts to butts. I already told you. My most most favorite classic horror movie. Oh, also, we're going to change stuff up a little bit because uh, we have some pretty big things to to talk about today. So Open Forum is going to move a little bit further down in the podcast, and we're going to bring up um, I Just Saw. So uh, What did the obvious? Uh, it said foe. Foe. F-O-E, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Maybe it's because I got my Blue Lantern shirt on. Who knows? All right. So right. Hope. <laughs> exactly. The foe of hope. I guess would be the Rage Lantern. I don't know. We're not going to talk about we'll, we'll get into the whole Lantern thing a little bit later on. So, Ronnie, uh, kick us off. Yeah, let's get to podcast news. <laughs> I got my podcast on. 
So, uh, we're getting a whole lot of different parts of the country joining us um, in our most recent episodes. So, we're going to send... What was it? Rabbit. Um, I don't know. Follow the rabbit? <laughs> Is that a Matrix reference? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually... Rapid City, San Diego. Maybe it meant to say rapid. Rapid uh, is in the animal. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Here, you know, what? I'm gonna turn this off and let you do what you gotta do, and we'll we'll open that back up during open forum. <laughs> All right. Uh, rapid City, San Diego. Welcome to the show, Pierre Part, Louisiana. Got a couple more listeners in Atlanta, Georgia, Tampa, Florida. San Francisco, welcome again. We talked about New Orleans, had a big following there. Kansas City, Missouri, quietly edging out Wichita, Kansas, in plays, but not downloads for the week. I think there are 40 plays at Kansas City, Missouri for the week. By far uh, the most plays that we've had in that short period of time. Internationally, we picked up a bunch of listeners in Barcelona, España. España. And of course, Ghana, Africa, killing it. We're the number one podcast in Ghana. Right. Special shout-outs to a couple of individual users. Shout-out again to Jonah. Thanks for listening from You're Gonna Get a Disease. We did listen to episode 25. You are our folk hero over here on this podcast. Be happy to have you on, of course, after we do the mashup episode with uh, Nick and Luke. Special shout-out to user 2905811157. I don't know who you are, but that's how you're identified in Spotify. Thanks for all the downloads and plays. I mean, definitely high up on our list of individual users on Spotify. Not Spotify. SoundCloud. I was going to say, we're on Spotify now? <laughs> I'm like, fuck, Ronnie, keep me in the loop every Sorry. once in a while. SoundCloud.com. Special shout out to Brian at BunchOfJunk.com. Brian now gave us a domain. What? So you can find us on utjh.net. Wow. Cool. Directly. So thanks to Brian and all the folks at our new sponsor, Bunch of Junk. Really appreciate the support. Um, they're very adamant about looking out for our t-shirts. With our t-shirt drive, more news to come on that later. A couple birthday shout outs. So this is going to air on the 2nd. So that means my friend Jenny's birthday is coming up. My old friend Ryan from grade school. Frank's birthday is coming up. My cousin? Yeah, Frank Kane. And my cousin Alex's birthday is coming up shortly after after that but um, this will air right after my friend dina's birthday so shout out to them happy birthday everybody thanks for listening thanks for all your support guys on episode 26 i never imagined this podcast would be uh, that wildly popular thanks to nick for episode 24 and the popularity of that i would really recommend specter paranormal investigations say that really fast specter paranormal investigations 10 times <laughs> I would recommend you guys start your own podcast due to the popularity of uh, how well are your episodes doing. When yeah, you're something at, like when that. You're yeah, yeah. Which yeah. definitely a uh, way a good way to share our um, evidence and uh, information yeah. different places we go. But um, yeah, we'll talk about you and support you and make sure you get the coverage and um, some exposure and hopefully we can get you some, uh, some more work, some more investigations and some more interesting stuff to post on uh, their po- their page. Find them on Facebook. Hit the like button. Find us on Facebook. Find us on SoundCloud on Patomatic.com or iTunes. You can find. Find a link to each of those sites on the utjh.net webpage. Yes. All right. So moving on from... What do we have? More shout-outs? Oh, I didn't even know you fucking broke into shout-outs already. I thought that was still podcast oh, wait, news. Oh, no, yeah, wait. You know, we, yeah, we're in the shout <laughs> I just quickly... Did we, cue, did we cue the goat yet? Give him another beer. Fuck. Throw out another goat. <laughs> All right, let's throw another goat out. <laughs> I didn't catch it because of the goat. So yeah, uh, my shout-outs for this week, since we're done with podcast news. Shout-out to Marvel for releasing the Age of Ultron trailer. They officially released it now. I just got a text message as we're speaking. It was leaked. It was supposed to come out next Tuesday. Somebody leaked it. We saw it. And uh, my brother just sent me a text message saying that it actually... Marvel released it officially. And they tagged... uh, They tweeted, Damn you, Hydra. Which was awesome. So shout-out to Marvel. Love you guys. Shout-out to Nick for coming back. I'm going to take back another shout-out for Scott 
for not coming, like the asshole that he is. We'll get to that again. A shout out to Johnny for being here again, coming in the clutch. <laughs> and then, of course, being the guy that told us that we should have our own Facebook page. So, you know, it's another really big thing to have going on. Yeah, Johnny's episode just equally as popular. He, I think he got us at least 30 more likes than we had before. Yeah, so we expect another 30 after this. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's it. That's it for me. What do you got, Nick? Well, shout out to uh, my sister, Kelly. Uh, it's her birthday today. So I just want to wish her a happy birthday. Hey, birthday, Kelly. Uh, the greatest sister in the world. And uh, shout out to uh, you guys and Mirani for having me back on the show. No problem. Good to have you. I don't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing special happened. I'm a shout out to your daughter or something. You haven't been on the podcast since before she was born. She's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That's all that's all you need to know about her. It is true. She is she's an amazing kid. Alright, so moving on from shout outs, uh, we're doing uh to um, I just saw that. Alright, we're doing um, I just saw since we were switching it up. This week, since I knew it was gonna be our last Halloween week, covered a couple movies. First movie I saw was Carrie, the remake Carrie. The one with oh my god, what's her name? The chick from Kick-Ass. Yeah, we got a corrections for next Chloe week. Grace Moritz. No, that was going to bother the shit out of me because she's in it. Like, she's she's Carrie. Julianne Moore, great, great movie, I think. Uh, captures a lot of what's in the book that wasn't in the original Brian De Palma movie. Still amazing. A lot of people gave it a lot of flack saying that, you know, it wasn't what the original was. But, I mean, how many movies really live up to that? The effects weren't bad. The acting, I thought, was really, really good from the main stars of the movie. The whole prom scene... I liked it. I liked it a lot. I, I feel that uh, Chloe Grace Moritz, even though she's younger than the character that she's playing, which usually is opposite from how they do things in movies, she pulled off the role really, really well. The second movie that I just saw this week was High Tension. Uh, it's going to probably be in my top topic for this week. High Tension is a French film. Uh, it's psychological thriller mixed with, you know, old school horror. Just, you know, this big guy that drives a truck that you don't really see his full face. I mean, you see it a couple times, but it's not it's not a bright movie at all. It's after these two women that are their college friends that go away for the weekend. And yeah, very, very bloody movie. Gruesome. If you like bloody horror movies, it's, it's right up your alley. It's a nice little twist at the end to keep you interested and uh the twist doesn't really make sense but it's still entertaining to watch so if you get a chance check out high tension i don't know what it's called in french i know that you start watching the movie and the subtitles it says what it is in french but lay high tension <laughs> <laughs> i think it's like haut tension or something i don't know royale yeah right so check that out two great movies carrie is on netflix high tension is on blu-ray you can probably find it for a pretty inexpensive price right now speaking of royal shout out to the kansas city royals yeah in kansas city missouri congratulations on uh, you making the world series yeah playing right now hope the royals pull it off no wait are you going to talk about the avengers trailer or you want me to you saw it before i did are so we going to geek out right now i don't know <laughs> no let, let's 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 have everybody do theirs first and then we'll lose our shit okay all right nick Go ahead. I haven't seen anything recently. I actually, well, I watched the preview for a movie this morning that they have on demand called Death of a Ghost Hunter, and I was actually <laughs> kind of scared to watch it. <laughs> so I um, really kind of just, you know. Did you see Darkness Falls? I did watch that last, uh, or two weeks ago after we were done here with episode 24. I went home and I did watch that. I've still been meaning to watch it ever since, <laughs> even since listening to that podcast, I was like, oh man, Darkness Falls, I gotta make sure to watch it, I gotta make sure to watch it. And then... Did you guys make get to go see Annabelle? No. No. No, we didn't. It's in the Annabelle. I still haven't seen it, so that sucks. We still have to fulfill that mandate. <laughs> Is it still in theaters? It should, yeah. <laughs> now, now, now we might need to start concentrating on uh, Ouija board. Or Ouija. Ouija, Ouija. yeah. Ouija. Ouija. Or we can go to the cheap show and see Annabelle, you know. Or, fuck it, we'll do both. Alright, Johnny, you see anything this past week? Uh, I watched Hours with Paul Walker. How long was that? It's like... <laughs> 
two hours. So hours. Was it good? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty decent. What's it about? It's just him trying to keep his daughter alive in the midst of Hurricane Katrina. So, because he's stuck so in a hospital. Then, huh? It's pretty good. So would you recommend it? I don't know. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's 50-50, you know, it's a, it's a feel-good movie, I believe, especially... So I just had my daughter. Ah. Jessica cried, I think. Jessica cries with anything, though. <laughs> Let's get something straight. Our wives cry with just about any movie that exists. It's like, hey, Burger King commercial, tears. Chicken nuggets. What, exactly. one, 129 or something? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. Yep. Rodney? Um, I, um, I just saw that. You guys been keeping uh, up to date with Walking Dead? The Walking Dead? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess that would be my Halloween theme. So many questions from the last episode. Like, was Bob originally part of Terminus? I think Johnny and I were talking about, what was, what was the deal with the conversation that Bob had with Garrett at the end of the episode? Like, it kind of seemed like, you know, why was Bob, why did Bob have to walk out and start crying? Was it because people were drinking and he couldn't drink anymore? And really understand that whole dynamic. And what the hell happened to Morgan? Morgan was, like, totally not in the episode, so. Yeah, I, don't, I, I think Morgan's going to show up when you least expect it kind of thing. Uh, I think Bob was crying mostly because of the fact that he tries so hard to be the positive guy all the time and be upbeat that once everyone's having a good time, that's his time to break away and just break the fuck down. I mean, he almost got bitten again, you know, like shit almost fell apart on him all over again while he's trying to be upbeat about everything. You know, anybody can attest that anybody that's positive all the time has to have their time to break down or they're going to fucking lose it. So I I just thought that's all that was. I'm sorry. Go ahead. How how did Garrett know who Bob was or that? I don't know. I mean, maybe they were questioning them a little bit when uh, when they had them in the trailer beforehand or something like that. I don't, I don't know about all that. But I, I am anxious to find out who the preacher is. A little bit of that backstory. Yeah, and I wonder if he had anything to do with that station wagon that had the cross on the windshield. Yeah, mm. the one that abducted, um, what's her... Yeah, and what the hell happened to Beth? Yeah. Yeah, there's there's so much He's stuff. been gone for like five episodes. I think Morgan, I think the Morgan and Beth storyline is going to intersect somewhere. Interesting theory. And that's going to be his way into the group. You think maybe he took Beth? No, I think he's going to save her, her life, though. Not Wow, that's one count book. I have the first volume of it. And you you read that and it's completely different from the TV show anyway. Which is a good thing. I mean, which, keep yeah, guessing. which is a good thing. The Walking does proof that you can make a comic book storyline on screen and not have it match the comic book per se, but keep the heart and soul of everything. Wanted, you fucked that up. We're taking it all the way back to what, episode two? So, yeah. Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. You can eat it. You can eat it real bad. Anyway, what else did you see? I finished Breaking Bad, which I gotta say, spoiler alert. Now, I know Nick and Johnny haven't seen Breaking Bad, but you're not really partial to the show, so we're going to talk about now, it. Now, if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, zone out for the next few minutes. Yeah. Earmuffs. Um, <laughs> you've, seen the, you've seen the finale? Yeah. Oh, but yeah. you haven't watched the series? Yeah, I watched it. No, you, you saw the whole thing. Oh, yeah. oh, you did? Okay. So, I like how they tied up loose ends with the wife. I don't like how things went down with Walter Jr. He ended up hating his dad, which you know, really kind of sucked, you know, especially in, you know, I'm a father and you have a son, think about that relationship. But I, I like the fact that it wasn't, we're going to make a happy ending for him. Like, no, like, he he burned all his bridges. Like, but I mean, the, the one thing he was fighting for the most, he's not going to get after all this time. Yeah, it, but I mean, sucked. if you're 16 years old and somebody's giving you $100,000, regardless of what it is that they did, ah, that's, you have a pretty high moral compass to be able to turn down $100,000. But then you go back to the episodes where like, you know, he set up that whole fund for his dad and everything like that and he was doing his best to be there for him and you know with everything that happened with Hank which when Hank bit it I almost fucking lost it I could not believe that they killed Hank yeah Hank and his partner that was (laughs) that was rough man I mean, personally, for me, that was rougher to watch than even when, you know, spoiler alert, when Wolf gets it at the end. 
which I wish Jesse would have been the one to just blow him away. That's what I had initially thought. Um, I didn't like how they ended it that way. I didn't like how it seemed like they were trying to make that biker gang and they turned the biker gang into the bad guys, and it really felt rushed, especially with that, that shipping clerk. Um, that whole thing, I don't know, just kind of, kind of seemed very last minute when usually with the writing on that show, it's usually layer upon layer that, um, you deal with. I didn't like how they ended things with Jesse, how he ended up being a prisoner for the biker gang. Again, that seemed just like they were just trying to try into the story, make the biker gang. But when he attached that little mini gun to the trunk with, yeah. the, with the remote, that was sick. That was smart. Super sick. Which, but, uh, which is like an awesome way to, for Walt to, to get some payback on that whole thing. Yeah. And did they have to kill Jesse's, his last, or are they just going to kill every girl that Jesse bangs on that show? Cause... He didn't bang the, or they didn't kill the skank, the uh, crystal meth chick that he was fucking in like the second season. Man, now I want to watch the show. <laughs> yeah. The one in the motel room that then they're blind for him at one point. Oh, I guess so. And then you mentioned on a previous episode when I talked about that little kid the, in the crack house. Uh-huh. You, you mentioned he played a key role later on. I, I've no. never seen. Oh, okay. I don't think I said he played a key role. I think somebody else said that that they thought he was going to play a key role, but I don't think he did. And then, you know, just so many questions left unanswered with Jesse. Just drives off screaming, "Yes, what happened with Brock? What happened? You know, what's Jesse going to do with his life?" I thought and, part of that was supposed to be that they were going to answer with uh, the the Saul TV show, Better Call Saul. Because they were going to make a Saul TV show, and he was supposed to be in it again. But so did know. Saul end up leaving town, or is it? I don't know. You better yeah. call him. So many questions left unanswered. And uh, you know. but did you did you enjoy the se- as a whole? Did you enjoy the series as a whole? Yeah, I enjoyed the series. I think I think I've been um, a little bitter with the finales. I just I don't like <laughs> the way the seasons end. I should, I should talk about Sons of Anarchy a little bit. So, Armando, I'm we're ready question. for that show. we we got to plot that out. Oh, yeah. The Breaking Bad versus Walking Dead episode. I'm down for that. I'll binge watch all of Breaking Bad in a week just so I can have it fresh in my mind. <laughs> Tell me what's your take on Breaking Bad versus Walking Dead. I think it'd be interesting. Who would you pick? Probably The Walking Dead. Wow. One more for the bad guys. I mean, the, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. I, I still don't want to even touch on that yet because it's going to be such an... Ex- like, I don't even think we're going to cover anything in that show. Yeah, probably. That's, it's going to be an exclusive mm-hmm. show, kind of like our episode six. Yeah, our X-Men episode. Do you know who uh, Voltron is, Johnny? you know who Voltron is, Nick? No. After the time, before the time. (laughs) Although, you two, I think, might be the same age. I think you're 77. 77 and a half. Yeah, (laughs) and a half. So he's he's got two years on me. Yeah. Anyway, so let's get to the the main event of Um, I Just Saw. The reason why we moved it up. We're going to geek out, guys, so excuse us for a little bit. For those of you who are not into comic books, Johnny found the leaked video of Avengers 2 Age of Ultron. Holy shit. Yeah, that's that's about half of what I think. The holy shit doesn't even encompass it. Holy fuck doesn't even encompass just the, the excitement. The, the editing, the scenes, the music in the background, which I didn't even notice till Adam pointed out, the plot that you can kind of guess from what's going on and some of the shock and awe on the Avengers faces. Um, spoiler, uh, Nick Fury comes back. All the characters are back. You got Iron Man in a giant fucking Hulkbuster armor. So picture an Iron Man costume as big as the Hulk. And, yeah. and the two of them are fighting toe-to-toe. It's like Igor from Iron Man 3, except way cooler than just a suit that holds up an oil rig. Mm-hmm. And they're fucking throwing cars at each other, punching through buses. It's, it's gonna... Sick. Avengers is my favorite movie. Did you catch... The um the shield cracked. Oh yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, they there's a scene where Captain America's shield is broken, which everyone talks about is indestructible. Fuck that. If the Hulk wants to do it, he'll do it. Everybody out there right now listening should see the look on these two guys' faces <laughs> as they're talking about this. 
They're like two fat kids in a candy store right now. I <laughs> this is great. No, it's, I mean, it's... The enjoyment that these guys get from this. This is great. I feel bad for, for people that don't grasp it all the way because there's so much backstory involved in it, which I can't expect every, everybody to understand. Who was telling us that they hadn't seen a Marvel movie? Somebody was just telling us. That was my cousin Frank. Frank. Whose birthday is going to be, so I might retract that, that birthday shout-out for him. <laughs> we should do a Marvel movie marathon. He could I have the entire Avengers box set with the test in there and everything. That shit Phase is one. my pride and joy. I keep it under my bed next to my gun safe <laughs> just to make sure because in, ca in case something pops off, I might need one or the other. <laughs> so that's how big I am with, with the Avengers and this movie is going to be amazing. Absolutely amazing. Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Um, Loki's back too, isn't he? Loki's back. They, they didn't show the vision, which I'm excited for, but there's, there's going to be a lot of stuff in that movie and that shit's going to make fucking millions upon millions of dollars. Marvel's going to make so much fucking money. Hey, take my money now. Just fucking yeah. take my money now. But I, I, I would pay DVD, for like... DVD, Blu-ray. Yeah, I'm going to pay for... Si tickets. I would, today I would pay for six tickets just for me. Fuck everybody else. I'm that excited about this movie. And I have to wait till next year. April. You know how fucking hard that is? April's my daughter's birthday and my anniversary. And see to eat their presents. I'm gonna spend the money that I'll pay for their presents. I'm just gonna buy a whole row of tickets just so I can sit by myself and bask in the glow that is Avengers 2 Age of Ultron. He has a boner right now, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Sorry for poking you in the eye. It's okay. <laughs> it's glass anyway. <laughs> they're um, they're they're airing that trailer after when? Agents of Shield. Um, next week. I don't know what the date is. Next next Tuesday. So it, by this point, it'll already be passed. But I have not caught up in that show. I ab absolutely love that show. I have not seen any of the new season. It's it's not bad. Which S Sky is Sky is turning into more of a badass. Chloe which Benet, is, which is hot, so hot. No, wait till you see her in the in the newest season. She's wearing like skin tight shield uniforms now, and she's got bangs, which makes her sexier to me. You throw glasses on her, it's over with. No, I have a boner. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think she wears glasses on her Twitter page. Oh, but so but by on, the way, speak, speaking of boners, have you looked at the chives since I sent you that link? Oh uh, yes, I have. Let's, <laughs> let's save that for open forum. Okay, we will. But um, was, it's great watching uh, you guys talk about this because of the enjoyment in your face with it you know i've never really gotten into comic books or anything like that myself like maybe when i was younger but i mean watching you guys talk about it is like probably the enjoyment you get is with the way i talk about paranormal investigation it's the same same thing but uh it's actually great i am sitting here thinking like should i go to the comic book store and buy something now <laughs> shit i mean just watch the movies it, yeah it's like i tell people anybody that wants to get into comic books i could find a comic book for you to like i own a lot of them i'm sure i could i could introduce one that would get you not hooked but just enough to be like all right, you know, this isn't some kid shit like a lot of people think. Open your mind. Exactly. But getting back to Chloe Benet <laughs> from the South Side Chicago. Yeah. So I hit her up on Twitter. I was like, hey, we're recording this outside. You want to come by the podcast? Talk Marvel. What'd she, she say? She didn't reply. Oh, my God. If, if you're a UTJH fan, get her to be on the show. Everybody tweet Chloe Benet. Is it Benet? Benet. Bennett. 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 That's how they pronounce it in France. <laughs> Bennett. She needs to come on the show. We need to talk Marvel. We need to spill. We need to get some Marvel secrets out of her. Oh my god. She didn't even have to talk about it. She didn't even have to talk. Just be talk. here. Just sit here. Just sit here. You know, bring the costume. I'll do if my you want. best not to touch anything, including myself, and we'll just have a nice <laughs> little podcast. All right, we got to move on. We got to move on. Age of Ultron, watch it when it comes out. Fuck whatever money you plan on spending on, on Fantastic Four. Fuck that movie. 
put it towards this. All right, so moving on from um, I just saw, let's get into our corrections. So the only correction that I know I had to catch in episode 25 was Caesar's been on the show six times, not including David with his, uh, you know, little uh, Price is Right. Price is Right? What did he say at the end? Price is Right jingle. Price is Right jingle at the end of every episode and the whole um, Caesar saying, well, Caesar doing the jingle for um, insurance. insurance. He's been on the show probably more times than all of our other guests. Yeah. Wow. So shout out to Caesar who always brings the ladies. Yeah. I didn't really get a chance to come through episode 25 i'm sure there'll be more corrections but we'll just throw it into episode 27 yeah i have a correction earlier <clears throat> excuse me another podcast i was talking about how i believe it was 24 how jada pinkett smith talks really over exaggerated we couldn't think of the name of the cat woman that used to do that it was eartha kit that's who i was trying to think of the whole time and i it never hit me so eartha kit is the over exaggerated cat woman that i think jada pinkett smith is pretending to be because she sucks so that's my correction thank you liz for that shout out to liz by the way you got to come back for another show yeah <laughs> she still has to come back and explain the uh nubra <laughs> Which she texted us about uh, the other day. But, um, yeah, there were, what, total of three cat women? I can't fault you for yeah. forgetting names of that. We all make mistakes in life. We all have regrets. But whatever your regrets are, paying too much for insurance should not be one of them. So for seriously good coverage at a seriously low price, call Lim Insurance and get a free quote today. Call 312-945-6254 or visit their website at aliminsurance.com. That's A-L-I-M for a limb. Because they're not going to charge you an arm and a leg. Oh, insurance in case shit happens. And oh, by the way, tell uh, tell the insurance that um, UTJH sent you. Oh yeah, do that. Special discount. Just saying. All right, moving on from the corrections to the fuck you department. This week, fuck you to the Bears for losing on this past Sunday. I can't even explain what's going on there. I don't know. What the, who's the guy? In fuck the- you, Mills. Number 67. Jo- with Jordan Mills? Yeah, yeah, fucking... He's like the new Jamarcus Webb, human turnstile. Just let everybody blow by. And you're only the strong side. <laughs> you're only the strong side in Jay Cutler's offensive line, you know? Get him yeah. the fuck out of there. What was that one game where it's just like, false start? That false was last start. week. False well, start. Not, not the week that the just week passed, that. but the week before that. And then this week, same shit. False start. Like, dude, this is shit you learn in, like, peewee football. Stop it. <laughs> Man up, take the hit. Stop somebody. Jeez. Anyway, so fuck you to him. That's about it for me. Once again, I'd like to shoot another fuck you to Scott Damar <laughs> for again making me put up with this bullshit by myself. Um, actually, I really enjoy being here on the show. But uh, <laughs> fuck you to Scott Damar for um, always having something better to do. And then I also like to send out a big fuck you to the referee for the uh, Florida State Notre Dame game for robbing Notre Dame of that win. So fuck you to that referee from the Florida State Notre Dame game. You know I'm who you are. Really upset about that. <laughs> you lost some money, asshole. No, I didn't lose money. Oh. Just lost my pride. You know, big Notre like, Dame fan. Oh, big Notre Dame fan, but. That referee just totally fucked up my week. Yikes. At least you're here. Yes, I am here. Johnny? Reminds me, don't we owe him some money? (laughs) Here we go again with the VIG. (laughs) I said money, I didn't say VIG. Johnny's doesn't have any fuck use. His life's better than ours. Well, I've been at home mostly. (laughs) (laughs) So fuck you to work. (laughs) Not coming back. We're going to talk about work. Which, by the way, how's the couch? Still in the garage. <laughs> Still in the garage, yeah. Do you like that Rick James? Drop oh, my yes, God. Yes, that dude. was awesome. I I, uh, I was laughing. Uh, that shit disturbed echoes, echoes, echoes. <laughs> I was laughing pretty hard at that shit. My fuck you. I'm going to call back to my grocery shopping fuck you. I went to Walmart. One day, so I got out of work early. That's your first mistake. Yeah. Target all day. I was going to say. I decided Adam's house is uniquely positioned to where there aren't really grocery stores that I regularly go to nearby. So 
you know, you have a couple of different options. You can go to Target, buy Target groceries, pay a little bit more money. And there's, um, you know, a couple other produce stores that, without naming, they give away the location of the FTC. And just, you know, little, um, little smaller grocery stores. I'm more of a Jewel guy because, you know, you get good deals at Jewel. Although, I prefer Mariano's just because they have Goose Island soda. Uh, you got to put your hand in the air when you say Mariano's. Mar- <laughs> Mariano's. <laughs> I was just saying that because Nick's here. Damn you guys. <laughs> but I, I do prefer Mariano's, but I will go to Jewel for the basics. Anything I get a good bargain on. But anyways, I was too lazy to drive all the way down to Jewel because I've been driving all day long. And I decided I'm going to pull into Walmart. I drink enough soda over at Adam's house where I should probably buy him a case or two to kind of pay him back. Thank you for that. But I figured, oh, Walmart, you know, I'll get some sodas from Walmart. You know, they always advertise low prices. It'll be cheaper there. No, it's fucking more expensive at Walmart. Which, what the fuck? So I grab a couple things. You know, I grab some food, grab the Shock Top Pumpkin Wheat. It's actually not bad. A little filling, but you know, pretty good. And I get into the line, and it's either I go into the express line, and here are my options. There were old ladies in the express line with a younger cashier, or there was a young lady in the regular line right next to it with an older cashier. So I figured it kind of balanced out. But fuck you to the ladies who were in the express line with the younger cashier who were buying literally one product at a time. Like, I kid you not. Uh-huh. Bring this up. How much is it? Okay, here's the money. I'll count it out and change. Okay, uh-huh. now bring up this bottle of lotion. Now bring up this lip gloss. Now bring up this nail polish. Like, hold, literally buying, no exaggeration, one item at a time in the 20 items or less lane. And it got to the point where it's just like, fuck it, I'm going to go with the old cashier. Two people already passed me. I'll go with this old guy who was, you know, still slow as shit. But, um, Did you beat him up? Yeah, I ended up beating him up. And they left a good dozen items at the express line for the poor younger cashier to have to put the shit away. So fuck you to whoever that was. Fuck old people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're into that kind of thing, I don't know. (laughs) But uh, also, big fuck you to iTunes. Fuck you and your stupid update. I saw that shit. Damn it, we don't practice podnogamy on this podcast. I listen to a lot of different podcasts. And why I say a lot, a lot may be an understatement because I queue up a good dozen podcasts. Shout out to uh, You're Gonna Get a Disease, you're one of my uh, primary podcasts, Hollywood Babylon, Fat Man on Batman, a lot of Smith-related podcasts, Adam Carolla Show, Jay Moore, Allison Rosen, I even listen to Elizabeth Lame every now and then. Big, big podcast fan, iTunes I downloaded your update, fucking obliterated all my subscriptions, deleted the podcasts that I already downloaded, and, you know, I would earmark podcasts to know which ones I listen to, which ones I have to catch up on, just completely gone. Totally changed the interface, nothing is familiar, couldn't find anything, fuck you iTunes. And on top of that, the new iTunes version ate up all my space on my C drive. So I'm not getting all these errors, low space on C. Also, fuck you to Apple because apparently somebody's iPhone 6 exploded in their pocket and burned the shit out of the guy's leg. Oh, boy. I guess it overheated in his leg or something. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. I don't know. I think I might call bullshit on that one. We'll see. I think I'm going to put my phone on the floor right now. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of those uh, stories are fake. I mean, for the most part, Apple's fairly decent with batteries where you don't have to change them out. But the shitty part is is you can't change them out if you wanted to. It's one of the things that I really, really hate about iPhones and Apple products in general. But yeah. I'm probably going to call bullshit on that. We'll see. I've heard weirder things with this fucking iPhone already, so, you know, the whole Ben thing. Well, that was the iPhone Plus. Whoa. For her pleasure. For Excuse her pleasure. me. The larger one. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe the iPhone 6 is just a bad number. You should just skip to right, just iPhone 7 and then just go right to the iPhone 11. How do you have a commercial where you're comparing one phone with, the, with just the upgrade? Like, why have the iPhone 6 if you're going to have an iPhone 6 Plus? 
just fuck the other one what? should just have the 6 Plus. How's Samsung any different? They have the Galaxy and they have the Galaxy Note. But that's a completely different phone. Isn't the iPhone 6 and the iPhone 6 Plus? No, it's the same phone. It's just one's just a larger screen. Why not just have that be the, the actual one? No, I think there are more specs on the 6. I, mean, yeah, I think there the is more specs on the Plus. Is it? Yeah. 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 I, thought, I thought it was literally the exact same phone with just... Because uh-huh. in, even in the commercial, it shows how comparable the two are. Just I have a bigger screen. That's literally the only difference that they mentioned. You definitely get a bigger battery and probably a better uh, battery life. I think the 6 Plus is a little more flexible, though. <laughs> yeah, I believe they describe like they have one iPhone. Like if it's the plus, it says, oh, you know, I have this. And if it's the six, it says like what they have. So it's like they kind of introduce themselves throughout the ad. I still don't think that it's smart advertising. Like I understand comparing two opposing products, but they're both your product. Like wow, that'd be like Sony being like, hey, here's Sony. Here's a Vita. Well, not that's not even a good description. Because Did you know there's a new Sony TV that's just yeah Sony only and it's downloadable games. There's no disk drive and you can do everything a PlayStation can do. I heard the resolution's not as good though. I was watching uh, a video where they were talking about that a little bit. Anyway, I digress. Any more fuck yous? Yeah, dude, that's my uh, fuck yous for the week. Alright, so moving on from fuck yous to the pissing on grades. Rodney, take it away. This week's Pissing on Graves, I'm going to have to pull out my iPad. Yes, I have an iPad for those of you who hear me bitch about Apple products all the time. Is going to be on Mr. Star of Poltergeist movie from 1982. I wouldn't say he's the headlining star, but he's definitely in the movie. I looked it up on IMDb. Mr. Fred McFeely Rogers. He was in Poltergeist? Apparently was, according to IMDb, unless IMDb is wrong. Maybe he's just like in the background, or maybe when the little girl's watching TV or something. Anyway, go ahead. Did yeah. he play the midget? Mr. Rogers? No. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't one of the characters from the land of make-believe. <laughs> Which, I don't have a very good feeling towards anybody with the last name Rogers. Aaron Rogers. Fred Rogers. Rogers. I don't know. I, don't, I never liked the TV show. The guy's a little too creepy for me, even though he, he was a very big advocate on children's programming and quality children's programming. And I appreciate the fact that he was one of the big big proponents of uh, VHS players recording regular broadcast programs are not copyright infringement because that really played into the DVR movement and people being able to record shows and seeing them at different times. I do appreciate that. Just a little weird on his programming, a little weird on his shows. Just, uh, I don't know, kind of creepy for me. He's actually colorblind, which is kind of an interesting, yeah, interesting fact about Mr. Rogers, especially uh, given the fact that he was known for his signature red sweater that he would take off um, and change into a cardigan. Maybe time, like, he's just like, so what do you guys think of this gray sweater? Yeah, it's fine, Fred. Just... <laughs> <laughs> they need you out there. Often uh, confused with Rich Coase. Played a role, some key role in Bowling for Columbine. Never really saw Bowling for Columbine. That kind of movies are not really my cup of tea. I own it, but it's it just makes you mad. Watching movies like that just piss you off. Because at the end, they, you, you don't trust anybody. Sometimes you can say something like, yeah, bullshit, prove it. <laughs> I, I'm just not a big Michael Moore fan in general. It's, I understand he's a filmmaker, but yeah. You say Michael Moore pisses me off in general. Anyway, go on. Yeah, I'm not a fan of any kind of propaganda, either side. You know, all this extremist, blah, blah, blah. I'm kind of more middle of the road, even though yeah, I guess I do lean more towards right. Right. Uh, oh, anyway, so best known for his uh, portrayal of Mr. Rogers on Mr. Rogers' uh, television show, uh, amongst many, many other things that he's been in, but probably not the worst thing he's been in, because he was actually married to Sarah Joanne Bird, which is probably the worst thing he's been on. This has been Pissing on Graves, the Mr. Rogers edition. No one pissed me off about Mr. Rogers. I feel like every fucking 
second time that show came on, it always ended up being the one where they made crayons. I'm like, enough! I could fucking tell you how to make crayons by this point. I'm so fucking tired of this crayon episode. And I was like, four! Enough with the crayons! He's, um... Sesame Street also isn't what it used to be. He's kind of an egomaniac. He went after Burger King for using a character that portrayed him, and he went after, like, a funny t-shirt shop for putting his face on a picture, face on a t-shirt that said, Welcome to my hood. <laughs> So, kind of an egomaniac, man. He um, he did all his own writing, and uh, most of the he played multiple parts on the show. Obviously, with the whole Puppet Land thing, did envy that trolley that he had in his house. Ding ding. Because that'd be a cool way to deliver beers from room to room. But anyway, alcoholics. <laughs> all right. So, uh, moving on from pissing on graves, we already did the um, I just saw. So, we're, like I said, we're switching up. So, right now, we're gonna do a little bit of the open forum. Nick, charge up that fucking Ivalice three. Let's get that bad boy going and. <laughs> Activity pushing to participate in open forum. Yeah, let's. Here uh, Here's your chance. Here's your chance to be on the on the air. We're gonna ask a, a few questions. See what happens. Are, with the, are we with turning, the obvious, uh, you don't really. You could let it sit at dictionary mode, and it. it are we gonna ever, use a spirit box at all? Oh uh, yeah, we could. We definitely let's could. Bust that bad boy out too. Okay, let's get crazy today. Let's get crazy. Turn so we're we're gonna. <laughs> We're gonna ask a few questions here and there, but we're just we're still gonna have you know actual conversation. Yeah, and make sure you schedule your mammograms today. Save the titties. Ironically, oh. it is uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Now the obvious just said night. Um, when yeah, maybe ask it does want me to turn the, turn the turn the lights off. Do you want me to turn the lights off? But it's the SP7 that we should be asking questions, right? Not the obvious. Either or. The SP7, we're, you know, we'll get a white noise response. So, do you want Adam to turn off the lights? What you're hearing on there is just this regular radio frequency interference. But when you do get a response, you, you, you know. So, the way the obvious three works... When you there's there's a small screen on it. It reminds me a lot of my TI eighty three calculator. It's, it's stones. Oh, it'll it'll have a word portrayed, and then underneath it is a small black bar that I would assume if there was a high level of energy or concentration, it will go all the way across the screen. The larger that line is, the thicker it is, the more energy is being in the area, right? Right now, it's actually uh, it's actually pronounced the the uh, the line. <laughs> That's so. Right now, it says stones, and right underneath it, that line shows up, and apparently, there's there's a higher concentration right now. So that's fun, considering the fact that this is my house. Water. Water. Stones. Water. Night. Night. Stones and water. Well, I mean, I got a pool out back, and it's surrounded by gravel. Mm-hmm. Weren't you a Stones fan? Rolling Stones? Nah, not really. My dad kind of is, but he doesn't have a pool. Or Stones. I mean, the fact that the Ovulus is speaking right now, it's like doesn't necessarily mean that there is anything in this house, or that this, this house has an entity or a presence. Um, it... Uh, said short, but it, it, it could mean that the energy that's communicating through it could be an attachment. Short business. Wow, it's it's really talking now. It could be an attachment, an attached spirit, something that could be attached to me, to Adam, Rodney. It, it could be it could be anything. It doesn't necessarily mean that this house is particularly, say, haunted. Just because the obvious is responding, I'm not even asking questions. I have it on dictionary mode, so it's just kind of letting it do what it wants right now. Now, could it? Is there anything that could produce a false positive on the obvious, like other type? Of- Energy, you know, signal, frequency. No, no, it's uh, automatic. I think I just kind of answered that for you. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> the last time you're here, I wanted to bring this back. The last time you're here, I mentioned shadow demons. Shadow demons, from the research that I had done years ago, years and years ago, shadow demons are, they trick people into thinking that, like you said, like demons try to trick people into thinking that they're ghosts and what have you. Children, and, especially, and they're, yeah. They're big proponents on that. And they're usually, I don't know if you guys know what Slender Man is. You know what Slender Man is? There's a whole video familiar. game that, that came out about it. It's supposed to be like a guy in the woods. He's supposed to be like, what, like seven feet tall? Yeah. Just a blank face. Just a white ball, blank face. Oh, no, yeah, didn't you no send me like a YouTube video of uh, Jim? Yeah, his name is Jim, the Slender Man. <laughs> no, that would, that would be fucking... Anything but he's, he's supposed to be like in a suit. Like or Slim something. Jim? Yeah, it's like suit, yeah. white shirt, and red tie, I think. Right? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And he's supposed to just be in like the woods, and like he grabs people and shit like that. Where is this? Uh, where is he supposed to? Particular woods, or just any woods? Like, it's like a, folklore? a house, and then woods, and then mm -hmm. like a basement, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's literally a whole video game based on it, based on this whole for oh, folklore shit. thing. Check it out when you guys get a chance. But it's supposed to be shadow people are supposed to sort of be like that. Just instead of being in a cert shirt and tiner thing and with a white face, it looks like just a giant shadow. Mm -hmm. Almost anybody would just confuse it with, hey, you know, somebody's walking by kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But you could sense that there's a three dimensional form on there, unlike a shadow, which is solely two dimensional. When I was a kid, I think I was like 12 years old and I was laying in bed and I was getting ready to go to sleep. I wasn't asleep yet. And I looked up and you ever have like sort of like an outer body experience where you can see yourself from the outside. Yes. I could see myself sitting up and looking at the corner of my room, which is completely blackened because, you know, the li all the lights were off, but there was still some light emanating from the kitchen light. And the shadow, I'm not going to say it was a shadow demon, but the shadow approached my bed and just stood next to me. And I started talking to it. I don't know why I started talking to it. I was too young to be drinking. I didn't never did any drugs. So that goes out the fucking window. I would know. I know for a fact I wasn't exhausted enough that, you know, I was being delirious. But I definitely was awake at the time. And I remember saying, not right now. We'll play later. And mm -hmm. the thing stood there and I could feel it looking at me. And then it shot back to the corner. And I was like, all right, you stay there. I'll see you later. And I just like laid back down and went to sleep. And then I woke up the next morning. As you're telling me that I'm getting, uh, <laughs> getting chills on my, uh, all over my body. Ch but chills on the back of your spine? Yeah, back, actually right on the back of my neck. Okay. Any blood down to your crutch? No. Uh. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it took me a long time to even think about that again. I remember the next morning waking up like, what the fuck was that? But I never really paid him much mind. And then a few years ago, I was I looked up, you know, shadow creatures, you know, ghosts kind of thing. And the first thing that popped up, boom, shadow demon. And I started researching a little bit about that. So you guys ever get a chance, read up a little bit about it. It's, it's some pretty creepy shit. There's supposed to be levels of them, you know, depending how they interact with you and everything like that. So some freaky shit, very freaky shit. I figured I mentioned it last time and I kind of left it as a tease. I'm still planning on typing up the story posting on your Facebook page. I, you definitely should. I mean, it's like scariest moments, uh, you know, for us, uh, one in particular for me, the house that we did, did uh, where we had the clip uh, post on episode 24 with the growl. I was in the room by myself running an EVP session and said uh, tree. I was in the room by myself running an EVP session. Had the Ivyless in there with me and as uh, soon as I started, uh, I was in there for a good 15 minutes and started to, to wrap things up. EVP session to explain for everybody's when EVP stands for electronic voice phenomenon. Basically, we use a digital recorder. We ask questions because uh, experts, scientists say that spirits, when they do speak, they speak at a lower decibel, uh, which may not be uh, audible to the human ear, but on the specialized digital voice recorders that we have, the microphones are a little bit more amplified so that our audio on the electronic devices will pick it up. But 
just concluding that EVP session, right as I was getting up from, I was sitting on the edge of the bed and I was standing up and the ovulus said electric and I grabbed the ovulus and started to walk towards the bedroom door to open it and the light in the room came on by itself. Holy shit. Fuck yeah. that. Speaking of uh, shadow figures, I've had an experience like that in uh, my life too where there was this... Uh, Sleeping in bed and the shadow was on top of me and I like I felt like I couldn't get up. And this is Pat. My mother's name is Pat Patricia, but Dicks. I like I couldn't get up and you know like I wanted to push it off. And at that time, the the dog I had was a he was a you know, big Rottweiler. The dog jumped up on the bed and bit this thing. And then when I woke up. From the dream, whatever, the dog was laying on the floor. Everything was completely normal, but I just felt like this uneasiness. Yeah, it could have been, you know, from waking up from a nightmare or whatever, but um, just felt like this uneasiness <clears throat> in that in that house that I was living in at the time. And, it, you know, it's just it, like the shadow figures thing is, yeah, definitely, definitely. Any scary stories from you? No? Johnny, Johnny, Johnny lives Johnny, a yeah. sweet life with no <laughs> fuck yous or ghosts. I got fuck yous and shadow demons all the time. Well, not all the time. Thankfully, not all the time. I, uh, I had a... Free- freak the fuck out story uh, when I was younger. <laughs> so me and my cousins, you know, ever since we, we saw The Exorcist at a young age, obviously the movie came out before I was born. But, you know, when you're a little kid, you always play that, you know, chicken game of who's more scared. Mm-hmm. Let's put on the scariest shit we can find and let's watch a movie. Exorcist, even more so than Nightmare on Elm Street, kind of freaks me the fuck out where, you know, I'll, I'll watch it, but, you know, just because of the, you know, I'm consider myself a religious person, Catholic. Um, it hits a little more home for me. We don't talk about religion. Yeah, we don't talk about religion. But, um... <laughs> story. Did it say cool story, bro? No, fuck says, you, obvious. <laughs> it said story. Yeah. Well, you're telling a story, yeah. so keep going. So, keep uh... Cruising. It likes it. My, my cousins and I were in this phase. Uh, there was even a 2020 episode way back in uh, the late 80s, I think, where they uh, did this expose on a, um, a possessed girl, uh, Minga, which ended up being a fake. But it freaked us the fuck out. So we, you know, we would do research and find out and read about everything we can, hear about things, um, you know, find shows. Of course. Oh, keep going. <laughs> Are you being sarcastic now? Uh, we'd find shows, any information we can about exorcisms and commonalities between exorcisms and things that would happen to people who were possessed. Kind of one of the underlying themes that we found in the stuff that we heard about was acceptance of the demon into your vessel or spirit or, or, or body. It's kind of like a key component of an exorcism. Some of the, the signs that you're experiencing an exorcism or you're in the verge of you know a demon trying to take possession of your, your vessel, putting your head on the pillow and hearing scratching noises like somebody's trying to, uh, to, to get into your mind or your, your body. Mm-hmm. Which just even talking about that now just kind of sends chills up. You did too. When you said that, I because it, like, wow. it freaks me the fuck. I just have to. And that's one of the things that hits home for me too about Nightmare on Elm Street. Is just sleeping. You know, See, I enjoy a good disaster. Yeah, I, I enjoy a good nap, wow, a good rest. Hold on, real quick. The reason why. Um, I'm, now I'm driving to conclusion, but the obvious a disaster. I was thinking about another story that I had when when you're done uh, that involves that word disaster. Okay, we'll call back to it. But uh, anyways, that whole scratching lay. Holy shit! You're talking about sleeping. Yes, oh, scratching, on. scratching, and laying your head in the pillow and uh, hearing that like the claw, you know, scratching. And through that period of my life, when I was in that phase of just searching out for more information about exorcism, I would sleep with the light on, like a lamp on, not just a night light, like a lamp. <laughs> and one night I was laying in my bed and it was probably like in the wee hours in the morning probably sometime before sunrise it was really really early and i actually literally hug. Hug. <laughs> i need a <laughs> hug right now i literally did hear 
that noise loudly. And I, I froze. I froze in my bed. I couldn't move. I was, I was paralyzed. I heard the noise and then it went away and I was like, I must be dreaming. There's no way. But the light was on. Mm -hmm. So I knew I was wide awake. I was like, trying to pinch myself, you know, am I dreaming? I, I really hear this. I do not accept this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Return to sender. <laughs> no, but I hear, I hear, I heard the, the scratching the, like, yeah. and it was, it was valiantly trying to scratch through something. Damn. Um, I froze in my bed. I eventually got the courage to get up and look around. What is it turned out? I had a hamster at the time. <laughs> And it fucking broke out of his cage, <laughs> fell off of the desk that the cage was sitting on, and into the garbage bin in my room. Just uh, I had one of those small office kind of garbage. I bet you're never so happy to see that fucking... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I almost had a heart attack in my bed. It was just a fucking hamster trying to scratch its way out of the garbage can. But um, yeah, that was uh, my huge holy shit moment of uh, yeah, experience with uh, getting information about exorcisms. Very nice. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do one more story real quick. Jose Bernal, who was on the show before, back when I was 18, I believe, or 18 or 19. Um, <laughs> his I thought he said whore. I was like, God damn, I whore. His cousin got hit by a car right in front of his house. His mom, I'm sorry, his cousin was playing with his two younger brothers. They were all around the same age, and she told the kids go across the street. To your grandfather. Just not to interrupt you real quick, though. Obviously, just said wave, and as Adam's talking, he's using his hand in a waving motion. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so she told the kids, you know, go across the street to your grandfather's house. One of the, the first kid, his cousin, started running across the street, got hit by a car, got killed. Uh, it was a big old thing. And then Jose and I, like a month later, found a Ouija board at Toys R Us. And we're like, fuck it, let's do it. Took it back to his house. And he uh, he asked his, uh, I believe his cousin name, I believe his cousin name was Lewis. He said, you know, is, is Lewis in heaven? And, you know, we're holding on to the Ouija board thing and starts gliding. him. of course, you know, we're looking at each other like, get the fuck out of here. And it said, the boys are next. That's what it ended up spelling out. So he and I looked at each other like, holy shit. And, you know, it's talking about us. You know, so we, you know, we freaked the fuck out, put it away. And then the next morning, his mom came downstairs and she's like i had she, she was sobbing he's like what's wrong she's like i had a dream that lewis came up to me and said i'm here for the boys meaning jose's two younger brothers and like on either side of him was like an open grave mm. and he told his mom he's like oh you know we got a ouija board and she thinks she whooped his ass and made him get rid of it but i think i think there's no i think you're supposed to bury a ouija board or, you're supposed to burn it or burn it bury Something it like or that. burn it or give it to somebody who knows what they're doing with it yeah there's actually the ouija whole ouija board episode was uh for down here we go again uh <laughs> last time uh the obvious said down or under i had to go into a crawl space uh full of water and spiders and um a spirit named mark but uh anyway the i just watched a uh, ghost adventures episode guarding a uh demon by the name of zozo that over centuries people have come in contact with using ouija boards and there's uh they had a, a, a guy on there that basically his whole purpose in life is he takes the Ouija boards from people that have contacted this guy. malevolent spirits uh -huh. or demons through it and you know he discards them or keeps them in a safe place you know a lot of skeptics out there that probably think people like me are nuts but there is something out there there is there are supernatural forces and paranormal forces out there that really you people a lot of people shouldn't be dealing with especially through Ouija board. oh yeah I mean that that whole thing your story with what the Ouija board said boys are next and then the dream that his mother had it's all play on to me I believe that you know? Factors. <laughs> there was another time where we had a Ouija board, but I, I didn't play. I was in a room with my... That's fucking weird. It just said mommy. <laughs> 
which after telling that story about Jose's mom, that, that just fucked me up a little bit. Shit, what was I saying? Anyway, oh, my cousins were playing with the Ouija board, or my cousin and his friends. They were like 16. Mm-hmm. No, they were older than that. They are like 19. Doesn't really fucking matter. Anyway, those kids are all stupid. They're not well-read kids. Mm-hmm. All about TV and pussy, these guys. Excuse my language. They were playing with the Ouija board, and I was watching them like, you guys, you're, you're, fucking, you're, you're dumb. Because this was, this, was uh, this was after my whole experience with the Ouija board, so I'm like, I'm not fucking touching. So they were playing with it, and they're like, you know, is there a demon here? And it went to yes. And I'm like, you guys, stop. Just stop it. And they're like, what's your name? And it's spelled out Belial, which is the name of, you know, a demon or a fallen angel, depending on how you do it. So, And none of those guys are well-read enough to be able to spell out the name of an actual thing. Mm-hmm. And, and it turned, like, they all freaked out, and they were talking to, to one another for a week, and they kept asking me, like, can you do some research on it? I'm like, no, this is your bullshit now. Right. I know who I, that, yeah. I know about that shit. I'm not fucking with it. So, it's, uh, yeah, Ouija boards, I, I take that shit seriously now. So, I just kind of wonder, is there a, a legitimacy to, like, the Milton Bradley Ouija board and... That, I mean, yeah, that's what we were playing. It was a glow in the dark one, too, but, I mean, at yes, that point, I think uh, the Conjury is the Conjury. But. Yes, it can't. Yeah, they're... I mean, the Ouija board... I mean, I don't know if you noticed, though, they don't sell them anymore. I, I mean, I haven't seen one personally on a to- on a shelf in a toy store in a long I, time. I've seen, um, like, I remember there was definitely a... Le- a Bratz version or they're they're a little more um, cartoony versions of it but it's kind of like you know how you have the original operation and then there's like a Buzz Lightyear operation yeah. there's a Homer Simpson yeah I've seen kind of like you know Ouija board knockoffs I didn't know happen to notice if it was Milton Bradley or whatnot. But, uh, squeeze, squeeze. But uh, I thought the uh, the whole well, the story I was told about Ouija boards is they were made out of uh, the bark of a tree that the witches were hung on mm-hmm. over in Salem, and that, that would that would be like a legitimate kind of tool for a, a Ouija board, like the, the wooden boards made from that tree. I mean, I was told, yeah, burn or bury to really get rid of them because uh, as I hear a lot of stories about Ouija boards there's always stories about the Ouija boards returning or uh, spontaneously combusting or yeah we're whatnot. waiting for that <laughs> placate it's uh, one word that this obvious likes to use a lot placate means don't make something mad uh, country I don't know it's uh, but it's just funny that you're talking about the Ouija board and then spontaneous combusting and then this thing says placate don't piss it off Ouija board in general to me should not be played with whether it's Milton Bradley or made from the bark of a tree that which hung on in Salem. Yeah, definitely don't play with that um, I've heard that certain cultures will actually sacrifice a chicken or an animal on the Ouija board using the, um, what do they call the... the little orb thing? The or orb thing. Yeah, yeah, the cursor. They, I guess they stab the animal or the chicken with it on the Ouija board to make the sacrifice to actually get the thing to work, but... Ouija boards to me in general, yeah, I don't, I don't recommend them. I really yeah, don't. Never if again. you use them, you're going to be calling me. <laughs> think. Yeah, think. Yeah, think before you use that shit. Yeah. All right, moving on. We're going to skip over comic cliff notes since we're already a little pressed for time and this is going a little long with, with the stories, which I'm happy about. It's good material. It'd be one thing if we were just bullshitting the whole time, but yeah, it's been a good show so far. So moving on to top topics. This week's top topics and keeping with the theme of Halloween, we're going to do cult classic Halloween movies. Cesar Valdez requested this. Also wanted to mention that his cult classic Halloween movie was The Lost Boys, which also Awesome, awesome flick. Kiefer Sutherland plays an amazing role. The chicken that is very hot. She was even hot in Twister. I'll take her in that as well. <laughs> so good a, picture. She was in Twister? Yeah, she was uh she's the one who's like, I gotta go, we got cows. That's her. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Still doable, still rock it. For some reason I thought she was uh I confuse her sometimes with Gemma Arden. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kinda looks like her. I'll give you that. Alright, my top topics for this week. I'm gonna start off with The Sentinel from the seventies, not the Michael Douglas Sentinel. The Sentinel was a movie about a woman who Man, it's, it's 
It's a little weird to bring up. A woman who attempted suicide before she was a model and she moves into this building that she's hearing shit all the time and there's a blind priest on the top floor who just stares out the window all day. And she's like, if he's blind, what is he staring at? And then you come to find, spoiler alert, that the top floor to this building is the entranceway to hell. And that priest is put there. Or every 50 years or so, somebody's posted at that top floor and it's either a priest or a nun. And that person has tried to commit suicide before and right before they become the sentinel, the watcher, they have to decide whether they're going to go towards the path of hell and let these demons in or they're going to give their life to God and now be the new sentinel. Creepy fucking movie. The guy from Rocky, you're a bum, that guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mickey? Mickey, Mickey yeah. I can't think of his real name, though. That'll be a correction for... <laughs> I know his name. It's, it's, it's right there, but we'll save that. He plays the devil. Does a great fucking job. And the director of the movie, instead of putting makeup and a lot of special effects on people, he hired people with actual deformities to play demons. Which is fucked up now when you think about it, but it makes for some of the creepiest shit you've ever seen in your life. Like a half a person just crawling up and there's a guy walking by that almost looks like he has like the elephant man head. And they were just real people just cast for that role. Dude, are, are you caught up on an American Horror Story? I haven't seen any of it yet. Yeah, okay. We'll talk about that later. So yeah, so that's one of them. Sorry, I got really involved in that one story, but it, it is a really fucking good movie. I, Man Man, I mentioned that one a long time ago. It's a movie a lot of people haven't seen. Evil Dead, of course. Mm-hmm. Cult classic to the first this degree damn it that was gonna be mine sorry especially the older one Army uh, of Darkness you could say Army of Darkness the new one's actually not bad I don't think it's bad at all but the old one holds a special place in my heart as being just horribly bad and cheesy at the same time Night of Living Dead I'm gonna go with that it's a classic now but back then it really wasn't and yeah Alright, Nick, your turn. Creepshow. Ah, 1982. Very nice. Um, so, I usually confuse that movie with Night of the Creeps. Is there... Which one was the one with the little worms that, like, go into your mouth and, like, eat your brain? Oh, I don't, that, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's I Night thought, of the I thought you were getting yeah. confused with Critters. No, the, no, that's the little, like... Monster. Monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, Creepshow was, like, a Stephen King horror flick. consisted of five different stories. A couple that I can remember was one crate that this guy finds underneath the stairs of this old building and it contains this ancient beast that eats people. I think I remember that. And, but throughout that story, there's this one guy that, that's also like friends with the dude that found the crate, and he's got this really obnoxious, bitchy wife, and he gets this bright idea to, to take her there to coax her to get eaten by the animal. And then, um, Stephen King's weird with that shit. It's like the movie Thinner. Right. Where, like, at the end, spoiler alert, he convinces his wife to eat the pie. Right. So then he gets the curse reversed on him uh-huh. so he can end up living. I think and then there's like another story in Creep Show with, uh, like, there's like old man who's like clean freak or he's like you know got a, a phobia if I think it's like bugs or something but he's like this really wealthy businessman and he's he's like a tyrant the way he runs his company and he's like really mean to everybody and then all of a sudden these like little creatures and start infiltrating his apartment and they start attacking him and everything I mean to this day if creep show comes on I will sit there and watch, watch it. it in its entirety and still enjoy it to the fullest so that's yeah. like uh, the Twilight Zone the movie that was mm-hmm. broken up into like four or five different movies yeah it was in Cat's Eye also, another one? No, Cat's Eye is a different. Cat's Eye is a, its own movie. I own that somewhere. I thought that was like a compilation. Another compilation. I don't think so. That's the one where there's like a little jester looking demon. One that steals your breath. Yeah. The Twilight Zone one. I think they were all remakes of Twilight Zone episodes. Just done by different directors. I think even St- Steven Spielberg has one. Michael Landis has one. John Lithgow, the one where he's on the plane, is obviously the best one. Where he keeps seeing something on the wing of the plane and he's freaking the fuck out. Oh yeah, Bugs Bunny did a spoof on that, right? Like, yeah. But, I mean, the cool part, like, and you'll appreciate this, Adam. The whole thing with Creep Show is that the creep, I guess, he shows up and it's like kind of like a cartoon, like comic book. And 
and the comic book gets taken in the wind and it gets stopped up against a fence or I think something I and the pages too, yeah. turn and that's how each story starts. And it's, like I said, if I come across it on TV, I will literally insist. If, you, if you come across it on DVD, pick it up for me. I got you. I'll watch it. Any other cult classics? Um, that's it for me. Johnny? Mine would have to be Missed Calls. Or One Missed Call. One Missed Call? Yeah, from yeah. 2003. Yeah, the, Jap- I, the Japanese, Japanese version, version right? Yeah. Every October, sometimes I change my text message alert to that funny uh, ringtone. That shit's creepy. Yeah. I thought it was really good. That's another one of those where the trailer fucks up everything. In the American one. Like, you watch the trailer and it's just like, what are you doing? No, that's not the one where it's the calls coming from inside the house. No, that's, that's when a stranger calls. When a stranger well, yeah, calls. Stranger. Which, which is another there. fucking awesome movie. Part two to that is, is just as good. <laughs> I love that Bud Light spoof of it. Where they had the penguin calling from inside the house. Doobie, <laughs> <laughs> I remember being a kid, there's that book, Scary Stories, to tell with, or to read in the dark. In the dark, yeah. I, which is over there. One of the stories in there, The Babysitter, is based off that movie, When a Stranger Calls. But, it, like, that story's been passed down, apparently, for years and years and years. I mean, it's not a cult classic movie, but a cult classic book, for sure. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is awesome. That whole, I think it was a trilogy of books. You ever get a chance to check them out, the art, and it's very, very disturbing. The stories kind of are cheesy now. Like, there's the big toe, where, you know, there's a guy wondering where, what's happening to my toe and this kid's fucking cooking it for his family what the fuck is going on but yeah Rodney you're up I think modern day one of my uh, new cult favorite cult classic is uh, Trick or Treat nice kind of shades of creep show where it's multiple stories interwoven like a common denominator being Sam amongst the stories and um, had that shit why can't we ever remember her name that hot chick blonde she was an Iron Man oh yeah Leslie Bibb yeah there you go that was almost a correction for next episode <laughs> Again. Leslie Bibb and that movie, I think one of my big cult classics, not so much for the horror aspect of it, but just kind of the my obsession with zombies and, you know, zombie apocalypse and that, that type, of, type of scenario is the, what would you do, the morality questions or, you know, the survival questions or you know, what would be the best strategy. Dawn of the Dead. I knew that was coming from me. Yeah. I was going to say it and I'm like, no, Rodney's got to say it at some point. And the whole uh, of the Dead series, Diary of the Dead, all of the other movies. I have Diary of the Dead. I don't even think I've seen it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. But Dawn of the Dead was a big surprise the whole running zombie I, I did like it I think it fit well with it mm-hmm. I like the fact that it still took place in the mall you're talking about the remake right yeah yeah, yeah. very very fucking cool movie Bing, Bing Rames did a great job in it too Bing Rames is really good the guy from Modern Family oh yeah, yeah he's pretty good in it uh, Sarah Polly yeah. been a fan of her since Go I don't know why she hadn't landed more movies that guy's name is Ty Burrell by the way Ty Burrell yeah you ever get a chance to watch on that if you haven't seen it or fuck it if you've seen it watch it again it's one of those ones where if it's on I'm sitting there sitting through the whole thing Girlfriend Kick-Ass 2, wasn't it? Uh, the uh, the redhead? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The one that Ty Burrell was born. No, that was the blonde. The redhead was uh, the one with the dog. She's obsessed with the dog. Oh, uh, oh, okay, okay. She's yeah. dating the other security guard. Short, Bob, haircut, fucking Mary, Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. I love horror movies. I gotta try to watch something else tonight. I mean, I'm not gonna end up adding it to next week's um, that I just saw, but it'll totally still be worth it. I'm looking at my horror movies and I have, like, the ones that I have lined up right here. They're all too mainstream to really add to it, so I can't even go I remember a few years ago, a few years ago, probably like eight years ago, they had that, uh, like, it was, it was a whole series that they were releasing in theaters, it was like too scary for the theaters, they released it for like one weekend, and they've done it ever since then, and I remember watching like three of them, and they suck, and I'm like, these aren't too scary to be in theaters, they're shitty fucking movies, they shouldn't be in theaters, and some of them had like some decent actors in them, but... Uh, fuck, man, it's gonna, it's gonna bother me. One of them was, like, grave, grave dancers. Not a bunch of people that were, like, dancing on this guy's grave. 
comes back to life. It was after them or some shit like that. And that was like the best one. And like the the makeup was was really well done. But yeah, the plot alone. Only when you see it in fast uh, moments did you appreciate it. Because once they stopped and they showed the guy's face, you're just like, wow, that is some horrible fucking makeup. But uh, yeah, make sure to post on the page, pages, Facebook page, the the UTJH.net page. Post your favorite Halloween pics and stuff like that. Johnny, you got some? The Descent was also. The Descent. Not to be confused with Descent, the movie with the fucking rape scene of Rosario Dawson. (laughs) The Descent, yes. Very, very fucking good movie. You guys see it before? Mm -hmm. About cave divers? It's really good. There's a group of women go cave diving. One of them is Asian and hot. Oh, cave diving. (laughs) Yeah, a bunch of of women go cave diving and Uh just... The Asian chicks just no, like, oh, you know, I, I found this place that, you know, uh, is off the map, it's off the grid kind of thing, and they go, <laughs> you guys are fucking assholes. <laughs> so they go down there, and it turns out there's like some, some uh, they're like nocturnal, almost zombie-ish kind of creatures that they can't really see very well in the light. I've had that happen to me when I went cave diving once. <laughs> <laughs> there's just a guy waiting in there. Check that movie out too, it's actually very good. I think I think you'd like it a lot, Nick. Not a lot of ghost stuff, but... Okay, hold on, now that I have you here and it's a little off topic, what's your favorite ghost movie? Recent or... No, just of all time. Of all times? Man, that's that's a tough question. I would have to go <laughs> Poltergeist. Poltergeist, yeah, that's a, that's a classic. Or The Frighteners. <laughs> the Frighteners. <laughs> and my favorite... Ghost Dead? I'm gonna have to come back to that. <laughs> all right. Minute to think. We'll come. Then uh, we'll have to come back to that. All right. So yeah. So post your favorite scary stories, or I know that it's after Halloween at this point. So also post your favorite scary Thanksgiving stories. Yeah, about turkey. There's that one that Eric was telling us about. It was uh somebody a, a turkey that attacks or some shit like that. <laughs> call, call back to episode ten. Yeah, it's, it's fuck. Now it's gonna bother me. Eric, if you're listening, make sure to post that on the on the Facebook page. Alright, so moving on from top topics to the promotional section of our podcast. Uh, I wanna promote us a little bit more with the t-shirt drive. Uh, still getting that together. We'll let you guys know as soon as it's released. Very limited release on the uh, the Mark One run one shirts so, so yeah we'll, we'll get it's still, it's still dragging on getting a paypal together but if you see one of us just hand us 20 bucks we'll write <laughs> you down for a size right, we'll, we'll put it down somewhere so we got that utjh.net brand new site that's up thanks to ronnie's friend brian shout out to brian shout out to brian promote the fuck fox fantastic four promoting marvel and challengers comics and conversations like i almost always do so check out all those things except for fantastic four and that's about it for me nick I'd like to promote my organization specter paranormal investigate Shuns. Like Yamish. Every day is pretty much Halloween for us, so if you do have a scary story or any type of uh, pictures or anything that you want to post on our Facebook page, feel more than welcome to. doesn't necessarily have to be on around Halloween to do it, because uh, we're an all-year-long operation. Even if you have any scary turkeys, we'll come out and uh, take a look at those, too. <laughs> we'll make sure to check their temperatures with our uh, EMF uh, detectors and, and whatnot. Anyway, um, and also... Nerd alert! Nerd alert! Nerd alert! <laughs> also, i uh, like to promote, once again, as I did a couple, two weeks ago, uh, uh, Ghost Stop out of Florida. It's where we purchase all of our equipment from. Good quality and good pricing. And also like to promote, um, that just happened. Once again, thank you guys for having me on the show. I really appreciate great. it. Good to have you. Appreciate it. Johnny? I guess I'll promote you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me again, even though I don't talk much. <laughs> <laughs> We're feeling the love today, though, man. I, I love it. You guys should make, like, Venom stickers or something with, like, funny phrases. 
So people just stick on their car. I'm not putting it on my car, but I'll throw it on some other people's cars that don't know about it. Cave diving. <laughs> car it's a good idea. Bumper stickers. In case shit happens. We got to talk to Mookie about getting that on there. Yeah. Just get hit, Just get the fucking logo for it, a live insurance and then just two stickers. That way he could just be like, oh, that's a totally different sticker, but it'll just be one anyway. Just a slender line in the middle. Bumper stickers. We have to look into mass production for that. Either. Let's work on the t-shirts first. Yeah. Yeah. Although stickers can't be that hard. Nelson gets works that design. What you can do is just get Vino stickers for the, the window so they can come off easily and you don't have to stick them to your actual car and send them out with your first production limited tees. Yeah, this guy. Wow. A marketing team there over here. It's a good idea, actually. I'm surprised you didn't throw out a Mexican joke about the vinyl stickers on the window. <laughs> <laughs> right, as long as it's not a Nike sign, we'll be okay with it. Or a scorpion. Or... With the flag on it in Old English. <sighs> oh, God. All right, Rodney, you got anything? Yeah, I'm gonna um, actually, I don't know if their bunch of junk isn't selling anything, but thanks again, Brian, for the domain and the uh, the assists, and uh, thanks for listening. Got a shout out to uh, the other Brian who owns the bar, Kaz Bar in uh, Berwyn. So if you ever uh, looking to sigh at another Bears game the rest of the season, it's probably a great place to drown your sorrows in some uh, some affordable drinks and uh, some pools, some darts. Your your local neighborhood bar for everyone who lives in Berwyn, hit up Kaz Bar. I've been uh, kind of trolling the Red Novella page for any kind of upcoming dates or events. Doesn't look like they're um, I know they're definitely practicing on a regular basis because we really want to have Michael on the show. Thank you again for the, um, well, thank you again for Starter Kit for the use of the music on the show that really gets me fired up every time I hear the intro. I'm going to try to change it up a little bit in the uh, the, the closing. Hope you guys enjoyed uh, episode 23 and the creepy music at the end of uh, episode 23 that I kind of Easter egged it up a bit. But um, yeah. Um, here's to us. Here's to six months of podcasting. Again, Ken is sitting on this uh, great audience. We appreciate the feedback, especially shout out to Liz, uh, shout out to Ruby, shout out to Caesar and David and, and Edgar, uh, Brian. Everybody leaving comments. We love feedback, guys. Good or bad? Good, good, know. bad, or otherwise. Let us know if you're mad about us skipping over comic clip notes. Then let us know. Hit us up. Any kind of feedback. I mean, that that really makes it all worth it. We put a lot of uh, effort into getting together and the editing and uh, you know the hem and hawing and the t-shirt drive and everybody. Thank you. Thanks again, everybody, to help uh, and Mookie help help uh, make the show a little bit better. But it makes it all worthwhile. Just uh, you could like us on Facebook or just leave us a comment. Uh, let us know what you think. Let us know. Um, we had great feedback about episode 24. We're hoping to hit, hear more about you know 25 and 26. And, um, you know, just in general, feedback is great. Just little comments, likes, um, anything you can give us. Get five stars on iTunes. One thing I want to say uh, for who's mentioning editing and everything else, I uh, just want to shout out to Rodney. Um, no, it's a little too late for that, but he did a great <laughs> job, uh, episode 24, with, with the uh, audio clips that I gave him to put up on the podcast. And also, I really enjoyed when we were discussing Insidious and you had mentioned the little boy scene with Tiny Tim playing and he had that music playing in the background. That just made that more enjoyable and creepier. And creepier. <laughs> so yeah, great, dude, great job to Rodney on Caesar, uh, the sent editing. Me a message, he's like, fuck you for the tiptoe through the tulip <laughs> yeah. thing. I was like, it wasn't me. Dude, I'm the one who had to watch the video of that guy singing that song. Yeah, if you if you ever watch what Tiny Tim looks like, yeah. it's horrible. <laughs> that's creepy enough as it is. And he's got a ukulele. Like, that's thing that fucks it up. I expect uh, it to be playing next <laughs> Uh One last thing. You guys want to be on the show, hit me up on Twitter. Send me a direct message at Lantern84. Um, Chloe my, Bennett, please, yeah. please. My screen name is Lantern UTJH, so you can't miss me. Oh, you changed your screen name? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm still at Lantern84, so that, had, that still has not changed. L-A-N-T-E-R-N, the number eight, the number four. 
Man, you can change your screen name and not your at. Yeah, remember that shit. But by the way, fuck you to RAS129 for taking my handle, because now I'm RAS12979. Well, I mean, you could change your He's like one to... follower. He's not even, like, tweeting. Probably the last guy. tweet was, like, four years ago. So probably, shit. like, your arch nemesis. Yeah. That's your foe. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But yeah, hit me up, send me a direct message either on there or hit me up with the direct message on our Facebook page, and I'll make sure to get you in, pencil you into our little uh, calendar that we got going on. So thanks for all the love and all the support the past six months. It means a lot to myself and Rodney, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm raising my beer. Here's to another six months. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all the feedback, guys. Definitely, definitely. And uh, here's to another six months and many, many more. So signing off from the FTC, I'm Rodney Sinio. Um, I'm Adam Flores. I'm Nick Lantini. And I'm Johnny. Just Johnny. Just Johnny. <laughs> and um, that just happened. to turn off the lights. Turn off the lights Light a candle Tonight I'm in a romantic mood Yeah Let's take a shower Shower together I'll wash your body, you wash mine, yeah Love me down in some hot oil, baby, yeah And I'll do the same thing you Just turn off the lights Come to me A special treat, you're so sweet. Turn off the lights and let's get it cozy. See, you're the only one in the world that I need. I want to love you, love you all over. Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my, oh, my.
tonight I'm in a sexy mood Ooh, baby I light a candle Girl, there's something that I I wanna do to you I wanna do Yeah, definitely don't.